You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio Show, Around Atlanta Edition. Showcasing the best of Metro Atlanta, our communities, the attractions, and the special events that make Atlanta great. Welcome to our virtual town square. And now, here are today's hosts. Good morning and welcome back to the Around Atlanta edition. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my co-host and friend, Carol Morgan. Before we kick things off, I'd like to thank New American Funding for being our 2020 show sponsor, our ninth year on the air. It's going to be a great year with them as a partner. Good morning, Carol. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Kick us off. Good morning. I'm super excited to say that we are joined in studio by George Dusenberry. He is the Georgia, Alabama State Director for the Trust for Public Land. Welcome, George. Thank you, Carol. Thank you, Todd. I'm happy to be here. We're happy to have you. Appreciate you making time to join us. Before we kick things off, George, take a few seconds. Tell us a bit about you and your background. Well, as you said, I'm the Georgia, Alabama State Director for the Trust for Public Land. Little background, I graduated from Army Law School. I worked for Congressman John Lewis for 10 years, um, six up in D.C., four down here in Atlanta. Um, Left Congressman Lewis to become the executive director for a local nonprofit called Park Pride. I was executive director for six years. I left that to become the Parks Commissioner for the City of Atlanta for four years in the Reed administration during his first term. And I have been um, with the Trust Public Land for four years now. Live in Decatur with my wife and two children. And actually, I recently was elected to the Decatur City Commission. So I'm starting my first year in that job, too. Wow. Congratulations on that. a public servant. Goodness. Yeah. Well, my my timing was uh, not the best uh, with the uh, pandemic and other challenges that we've been facing, but um, it's been a big learning experience to say the least. We need good leaders now these days, I tell you. Absolutely. Well, tell our uh, listeners a little bit more about the Trust for Public Land. Well, we are a a national organization. We were founded uh, 50 years ago in San Francisco. We do preserve land and build parks for people. That's our mission. And that's really a bit of a distinguishing factor for us as an organization. We really focus on people and the community. It's the center of everything we do. We have 30 offices um, scattered around the country, including the George Alabama office here in Atlanta. And our efforts have put into public ownership nearly 5,000 new parks and places and helped preserve 3.7 million acres of land. We have, on our own, created 500 parks, um, playgrounds and gardens. Yeah, no, it's a cool organization including some here in Atlanta, I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit, and really believe that everybody should live within a 10-minute walk of a park and have helped put 9 million people within um, walking distance of a park. So in Georgia, we've completed more than 200 projects across the state. We helped do the Martin Luther King Jr. National Historic Site. Where we've acquired a third of the property and put a couple million dollars into the ground. We helped bring the green space vision to the Atlanta Beltline, actually created that. Um, acquired $47 million worth of property, um, came up with you know the idea of the West Side Quarry Park that's coming out of the ground later this year. We have been um, really active on the Chattahoochee River, where we preserve 18,000 acres and 80 miles of riverfront. And uh, we're building Cook Park on the west side of Atlanta, which should open later this year. So pretty excited about all that. It's a mm-hmm. lot going on. That's wow. very exciting. That's impressive. Yeah. It took me to mature a bit in years before I began to truly appreciate how important these parks are, and we can't get enough of them, so appreciate all that important work. A landmark public lands bill just uh, recently passed the Senate. Uh, Tell us about this Great American Outdoors Act, what that's all about. Okay, sure. The primary federal funding source for land acquisition and, and parks is something called the Land and Water Conservation Fund. It was set up in the 70s, and what it did is it took a revenue from oil and gas offshore leasing 
the federal government has and puts it into a pot that was used for our national parks, for national forests, but also for some, some state parks uh, efforts too. And that generates about $900 million a year, but Congress has been funding it at about $400, $450 million a year. What the Great American Outdoors Act would do is it would basically say, we're going to fund the full $900 million a year. And it's also over the next five years going to provide $9.5 billion um, to reduce longstanding maintenance backlogs in our national parks, our national forests, and other public lands. So it probably is the most significant public land bill in 50 years. It just recently passed the Senate by a three-to-one vote. Both Senator Purdue and Senator Loeffler um, supported it. There's strong support in the House. President Trump says he wants to sign it. So we're really excited about it moving forward. Great news. Yeah, that sounds like to me that it's going to support more land as well as more jobs. So lots of people should rally behind that bill. Yeah, that's, that's really important now, the, the, the connection of connecting those jobs. So, yeah. yeah. One of the things I saw recently online somewhere in the news was that you're working on an additional 31, like 31 and a half acres for the Chattahoochee National River area, recreation area. And I know you've done a lot of work around the Chattahoochee. Tell us what's presently going on, you know, for the Hooch. Well, we're really excited. We just wrapped up a study. So we have done a lot of work on the Chattahoochee. Um, as I've said, 18,000 acres, 80 miles of riverfront, focusing on the area between Helen and Columbus. And we're, we're sharpening our focus a little bit, um, looking 100 miles between Buford Dam, um, you know, Lake Lanier, down at Chattahoochee Bend State Park in Tweeda County. And um, we just finished up, a, if you will, kind of a master plan study with the Atlanta Regional Commission, the city of Atlanta, Cobb County, and others to develop a vision for what this could be, something called the Chattahoochee Riverlands. And we are going to start moving forward in the years ahead in terms of making that vision a reality. We are just launched a, a effort to create a camp and paddle trail in the Chattahoochee River National Recreation Area. That's the uh, 48 miles of river um, above the city of Atlanta. So you'll be able to spend you know four days and three nights paddling and camping your way through Metro Atlanta. We're really excited about that. So that's really is one of the defining projects for the 30 years that our Georgia office has been in existence. We also are working on a, a schoolyard project where we are trying, we're working with Atlanta Public Schools, with Park Pride, a local park nonprofit here in Atlanta, and the Urban Land Institute. You guys are probably familiar with them through your work, where we are making some engaging school kids, engaging communities to envision what the schoolyard could be in terms of a play space, a community gathering space and making investments in those areas and making them open to the public when schools are closed. Again, this is about having access to parks. So that's a big project we're doing here in Atlanta and across the country. And I mentioned Cook Park. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's on the Atlanta's west side. It's on 16 acres where 160 families used to live. It's in Vine City, about two, three blocks west of the World Congress Center. Anyhow, um, in 2002, there was a horrific flood. The 160 families were displaced. Wow. And the land basically sat vacant there for a while. Mm. 2015, the city and the Black Foundation asked the Trust Public Land to kind of get this project going. And later this fall, we are in collaboration with the city opening a new 16-acre park, a lot like historic Fourth Ward Park on the east side of Atlanta, you know, down Pont City, near Pont City Market. Yep. It will eliminate flooding in 160 acres around the park and provide a great recreational amenity in a community that really doesn't have that many parks. So we're really, really excited about that. It's been a Long journey. Um, the city of Atlanta has been a great partner, and we're, we're looking forward to open that probably in September of this year. 
Oh, that's exciting. That's coming up pretty soon. Oh, yeah. No, we're <laughs> we're very excited about it. It's been a, a challenging project with the flooding, and there were some uh, contaminated soil issues there. You may have heard of some stuff. So we had to, the city largely took the lead in cleaning that up. Oh, wow. Um, but it's going to be a great amenity for the community and for the city. This is exciting. There's a lot of amazing things happening. That's uh, That's got to be so rewarding to be right in the thick of that. Uh, you know, and thinking back about the Chattahoochee River, I, I sometimes worry that Atlantans forget they have this priceless gem going right through their city. And and uh, it looks like you're affording an opportunity to, to really take really great advantage of that uh, of that treasure. That's uh, exciting stuff. I want to hear more about this 10-minute walk campaign. That's an intriguing concept. Tell our listeners what that's all about. Well, fundamentally, we believe that everybody, the Trust for Public Land believes that everybody should live within a 10-minute walk of a park. If you look at how parks improve public health, I'm just like being outdoors. I mean, it's never more true than now with um, COVID-19 and the pandemic, but it just, uh, it relaxes you. It lowers your blood pressure, increases your mental capacity. People have access to parks also more apt to exercise. You just have this physical and, and mental benefit of living near a park. Um, parks also strengthen communities. People live near parks. They know more of their neighbors. They have more friends. They're happy with where they live. So one of the fundamental beliefs of the Trust for Land is that everybody should live within a 10-minute walk of a park. We've actually mapped, if you go to our website, any community in America, you can see where your parks are and if you live within a 10-minute walk of a park and how your city or town is doing in terms of providing that access. So fundamentally, we just generate a lot of data in that regard. We also are getting uh, mayors across the country to endorse and embrace the idea of having all the residents living within a 10-minute walk of a park. So here in Georgia, Atlanta, Clarkston, Decatur, Macon, Brookhaven, Roswell, they've all signed on as supporters of this concept of having their residents live in a 10-minute walk of a park. And then finally, we, you know, we put a little bit of funding in. We have programs like our schoolyard program here in Atlanta or building parks like Cook Park. We also will provide some funding for other organizations like we here in Atlanta for um, Park Pride and for the West Atlanta Watershed Alliance to help them really advocate for more parks and communities that need them. So it's a, it's a comprehensive effort backed with data and a little bit of funding and a lot of expertise. Ready to take the next step in becoming a homeowner? New American Funding can make it happen. New American Funding is a nationally recognized direct lender for residential home loans. Real estate agents and builders love New American Funding because of their in-house processing, 14 business day close guarantee, and the servicing of their loans. They will work tirelessly to help you achieve home ownership, backed by thousands of five-star reviews from their customers and with convenient branch locations. More and more residents trust them to close their loans on time. Call New American Funding at 678-898-3540 to start your home buying journey today. You know, I just love parks and there's nothing like getting out and enjoying a nice walk and just, you know, communing with nature. And you're right, there's been a lot of emphasis on health and air quality this year because of COVID-19, which makes me think that your Climate Smart Cities program is becoming even more important. What is that program and how does it work? Well, we at the Trust Park Land are really good with data. And so we get a lot of information about the demographics of a community, but also the topography, the land use. 
And we figure out, you know, if we want to help communities adapt to climate change, because we are seeing increasing temperatures and we're seeing more stormwater, um, where should communities be making that investment? So if I'm going to build a park like Historic Fourth Ward Park or like Cook Park, where I want to help reduce flooding because we're seeing more flooding because we have more heavy rainfall, where should I be building that park? If I'm worried that temperatures are getting too high and heat is causing more strokes or causing um, you know more, more deaths, which is actually one of the biggest negative impacts of climate change, where should I be planting trees or creating parks so that I can help keep temperatures low? And what the Climate Starts Cities program does is it gets all that data and creates maps which help communities identify where they need to make those investments. Um, it's a national program. We've had conversations here with the Atlanta Regional Commission and with the city of Atlanta in terms of doing that out. And it's helped us locate parks like Cook Park um, to really make sure that they're having the, the most impact in the shortest time frame to help us adjust to the impacts of climate change. That's exciting stuff uh, and a tremendous opportunity. And I think one that everyone can get behind. There's no excuses there. This may be an impossible question to ask based on everything we've been talking about up to now. But I uh, wanted to see if there was anything else that you were excited about uh, looking to the balance of 2020 and into the next year. Yeah, well, we've touched on a bit of them. Obviously, Cook Park opening is a big thing for us. That's a really big project. We raised $13.5 million. The city's put in $20 million. So it's, it's a significant accomplishment. I also mentioned our schoolyard program, and we will be opening our first two schoolyards this year. It's a new program here in Atlanta at uh, Dobbs and Kimberly Elementary um, in Southwest and Southeast Atlanta. And you mentioned the 31 and a half acres that we added to the Cherokee River National Recreation Area. Uh, we have another 20 acres up in Forsyth County, just north of State Route 20, that we hope to convey to the National Park Service also um, later this year. So staying busy. And it's really good during these challenging times to continue to kind of make positive impacts on Metro Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, that's really exciting. I think that kids today don't spend quite as much time outdoors as we did at school. So I love the whole schoolyard parks and what you're doing with the schoolyard areas. They can get out and enjoy the great outdoors. So individuals listening to our show might be thinking and should be thinking, hey, how can I get involved? How can I stand up for public land? So what can individuals do to help support your mission? Well, obviously, I'll, I'll put a plug in for the Trust for Public Land. Um, support us, support our work. We very much appreciate that. But there are opportunities to get engaged at the national, state, and local level. We talked about the uh, Great Americans Outdoors Act. Contact your member of Congress, your House representative, and urge them to support um, GOA. We expect them to, but we're going to make sure that happens. And take the time to thank your senator, uh, Senator Purdue and Senator Loeffler, for their support. Um, at the state level, the Georgia Department of Natural Resources is actually updating its uh, state comprehensive outdoor recreation plan. You can go on their website to learn a little bit more about that. But um, in the second half of 2020, there'll be plenty of opportunities for people to have their voices heard in terms of what's important for them in terms of outdoor recreation. And then lastly, as you know, we see more demand for um, parks and green space, get involved at the local level. Uh, let your mayor know, let your council member or city commissioner, county commissioner member know how important parks are to you, to you and encourage them to continue to make those investments so that we all can, more of us can enjoy a local community park within walking distance. Mm. Yes. Please do that, listeners. Uh, it's important to do that. You know, you mentioned supporting the Trust for Public Land. How are you funded? I mean, I imagine 
Is there some government involvement there? Is there a corporate? Is there a personal? I mean, how, how does that all work? Well, it's a bit of all of the above. We are a nonprofit, so we do depend upon donations to do our mission, just the operating dollars to keep the lights on, keep staff out in the field. But we also, you know, we work, we get funding through the, the Land and Water Conservation Fund at the federal level, from the Georgia Outdoor Stewardship Program at the state level, and then we work with municipalities to get funds for parks and green space. Now, that money really does not kind of support our salary. It's more to support the projects and help build the parks. And we raise money from the philanthropic community, foundations, and corporations to help make that possible. So I mentioned Cook Park, where the city's putting in $20 million, but we also had significant funding from local foundations. The Blank Foundation was a big funder, the Woodruff Foundation, but also corporations like Delta Airlines and Georgia Power and Chick-fil-A um, have invested in that project. So it's, it's, you know, when you're doing important work and trying to make things happen, you cobble together the resources from everywhere you can. Um, and also, you know, individuals also made significant contributions to Cook Park and our work. Not a hard decision to make to support you know, the work that you're doing. So uh, commend you for and your team for everything that you guys are doing. All right. Well, George, running low on time. So before we let you go, should anyone need to connect with you and learn more about everything happening with the Trust for Public Land, where do they go? Start with our website, www.tpl.org, or just Google the Trust for Public Land. We're pretty easy to find. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. If you want, you can reach out to me. My phone number is 404-604-7803. My email is also on the website, but it's george.dusenberry, D-U-S-E-N-B-U-R-Y, at tpl.org. We'd love to hear from you. George Dusenberry, the Georgia-Alabama State Director for the Trust for Public Land. George, a real pleasure to have you. Thanks again for joining us and appreciate and respect your important work. Thanks, Todd. Thanks, Carol. I appreciate it. Take conversation. Appreciate you making time to join us. All right. Well, that wraps this week's Around Atlanta edition. On behalf of our show sponsor, New American Funding, my co-host, Carol Morgan, I am Todd Schneck. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you for tuning in and listening, and we'll look forward to seeing you again right here next week. We'll see you then. Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio is sponsored by New American Funding and made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite source for real estate and home building news. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your favorite podcast app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio.